Welcome back to another podcast for another Chance Church. Joining me today is the uh, Church of God General Overseer, uh, Bishop Tim Hill, uh, also a member of the Presidential Evangelical Advisory Board that was just named a month or two ago. Right. Um, so not only is he heading up the Church of God, but he is also uh, in direct contact with President Trump and trying to help navigate these these uh, times that we're having in in the nation and in the world today. Uh, so Bishop Hill, I'm just going to hand it over to you and let you take it away and lead us where you want to go. Well, well, thank you, Jared. I appreciate the opportunity to be with you and hello to everyone that uh, is a part of your podcast audience. It is uh, my joy, and my privilege to uh, share these few minutes with you and appreciate the very fine introduction. Uh, before we talk about uh, the, the presidential uh, appointment, let me just, uh, first of all, speak to what I'm very fond of, and that is the harvest. I uh, so appreciate what the Lord gives us all an opportunity to be a part of every day of our life, and that is the Great Commission. And uh, those of you that may know me, uh, you know that my heart is to participate in the completion of the Great Commission. I believe the Lord Jesus Christ, when he gave the Great Commission, he intended for that to be finished someday. And I believe that we are uh, the people that can certainly facilitate that and even expedite that. And so that's really what I'm all about. And in leading the Church of God as the general overseer at this time, that is my passion. Uh, that's what I talk a lot about and uh, want to, uh, again, use the word facilitate that in every way. As it relates to uh, the appointment by the president, uh, very honored, very honored, and uh, not just because because it's Donald Trump, I would have, I would have been willing to to have served with with anybody in the past who have, who, who would have asked, because my opinion is if you don't have a seat at the table, you don't have a voice at the table, and so uh, while I may differ with uh, different uh, opinions and uh, political nuances, uh, I still would always appreciate an opportunity to sit at the table of dialogue. Because again, if you don't have that opportunity, then you don't have an opportunity then to speak into the process. So uh, that, that appointment and opportunity came a little over a month ago. To be honest with you, I've only had the occasion to be in one conference call at this point. There were about 28 others besides me that were on that call. And uh, the president uh, spoke primarily on that call. Uh, there was very limited time at that juncture for anyone else to speak. There were two or three that were able to speak after him. I was not one of those. I will be on another call uh, before the end of this week. I'm on a call later today with the uh, National Hispanic uh, Group uh, led by uh, Sammy Rodriguez and Tony Suarez. I'll be on that call sometime this afternoon. So these are crucial times. These are critical hours. And what, what I really appreciate, Jared, is that the platform that uh, the Church of God, uh, Pentecost, the body of Christ, has been given right now to speak into the process. Mm -hmm. So uh, I welcome your questions, welcome uh, the feedback, and uh, uh, ready to go anywhere that I can go with you and uh, just speak into the, to the hearts of your people right now. Well, uh, I appreciate it. And, you know, talking about the finished commitment, it just reminds me of uh, Hebrews 12, 1 that says, you know, to strip off every weight and sin uh, 
and basically and let us run with endurance the race God's put before us. And that's that's what I've seen from the time the the finished commitment was was put in front of the church of God um, was just that to to run with endurance. Yeah, you know that actually that actually started back when I was in world missions. Well, let me let me rephrase that. That started back at the beginning of of, uh, of the church, and even before then, going back to the the call of Christ in the New Testament. Uh, but specifically for the Church of God, the group that I had the privilege of leading right now, uh, we've called it different things. Uh, every two to four years, there have been different themes, and uh, all of the nomenclature has changed through the years. But the the mission is the same. Uh, we're called to be a uh, evangelistic, uh, soul-saving, uh, gospel-preaching movement. Uh, but but when we first started calling it the Finnish commitment, actually, uh, it had its beginnings with the Finnish challenge. When I was in World Missions, we termed it that way, the Finnish challenge. But then when I became general overseer, we transitioned it to the Finnish commitment because you can be challenged by any number of things, but until you make a commitment to do it. And so we said then that we want to find the unreached, whoever they are. And specifically that was speaking to unreached people groups. Mm -hmm. And the church of God uh, has made great progress in that, that I'm very pleased with. And then we said, we want to intercede in prayer. And uh, that is the engine that drives this thing is the prayer engine. And uh, you possibly will recall, Jared, a few months ago, we began what is called We Pray COG. Mm-hmm. We Pray COG. And our goal back then was to have 1.5 million people praying with us from around the world. And that would have led us up to what would have been the General Assembly in just a few weeks. But uh, a few days ago, we crossed the 1.5 million member, uh, not member, but participants, Mark, people that have actually logged into our sites and said, we're going to be praying with you. So I'm very excited about that. And 110 nations, I believe, and we're, we're represented in 185 nations. So 110 of those nations have uh, participated in this prayer effort. Then we talk about networking. Uh, the letter N stands for networking. And that is such an important piece of this thing because uh, my friend James Davis says, if you're not networking, you're not working. And that's big with me because it's, this is not just a church of God thing. Uh, this, this is the body of Christ, mm-hmm. Pentecost or, or otherwise. But then we talk about investing. Now, when I use the word investing, I'm not necessarily talking about money uh, as much as I'm talking about church planting. And that, that really speaks to what you're doing. Uh, you know, we came into this office uh, right at four years ago, waving the flag broadly about we must plant new churches or we're going to die. And there's probably better ways to say that, but that's the truth. And so uh, we, we inaugurated the church planting bank that a lot have been able to take advantage of. And uh, Mitch Maloney, Mitch Corder, so many others, Sean O'Neill are working with church planting right now, doing a great, great job. Then we talk about the letter S, and I'm just giving you the acronym of finish. The letter S stands for send. And of course, that speaks to, to world missions. And uh, again, we're in 185 nations of the world and knocking on the doors of some other locations. Then, of course, the letter H stands for harvest. And and we just use that to say we're going to take every opportunity to to reap the harvest that God has put before us. And, uh, again, it's been said in different ways. I think throughout our history we've been involved in the finished commitment under different titles and banners. But I've never in my time of being in the church of God, and I've been in all my life, 
I've never seen uh, the church uh, more embrace a vision like they've embraced the finished commitment. Of course, right now, <laughs> it just seems like uh, our hearts and our minds have been turned toward all things COVID-19 and how we uh, navigate around that and through that. But that has not replaced our vision and our mission of uh, finishing the Great Commission. Well, and speaking of that, and yeah, unfortunately, that uh, that does tend to um, consume the, the COVID-19 thing. But I have been very impressed um, within and let to, to paraphrase or to, sorry, forgot my word, but to preempt this, most of who I have on my social media and stuff like that is church of God. So that's who I see uh, to the greatest extent, but within our movement and with, with others outside of it, I've been very impressed through this time to see how, how we haven't let go of that. We haven't, you know, we might've had a moment in the beginning of how are we going to do this because now we can't go anywhere, but you know, we just picked it up and, and moved to, you know, doing online stuff and, oh. and really found a voice that we couldn't have had it, you know, oh. a decade ago. Exactly. And, you know, Jared, I've been so proud of our ministers. Uh, men and women have found a way to do this. And I've said this multiple times, the church has left the building. The church is not the building. It's not brick and mortar. The church is the ecclesia, those called out to be the shining light uh, to, to this darkened world. And I've been saying for years, make friends with technology. And uh, through this situation, uh, ministers, pastors uh, that were hesitant before, now they have been forced, <laughs> if they're going to stay uh, in front of their people, if their voice is going to be heard, uh, we've been forced to do this. And that's not a bad thing. And I think for the future, uh, people aren't going to let go of this. Uh, we're going to continue to find ways, even though we can get back in our sanctuaries more and more. Uh, I think we have found an audience, uh, and I think pastors that had never done live stream before or Facebook Live or Zoom or podcasting, I think pastors are going to continue this because God has given us a, a real platform now to keep this gospel going forward. And uh, I've said this also, you know, if the devil thought that he would use this to silence the voice of the church, he was, he was dead wrong. Mm -hmm. because I believe, I really believe more gospel is being preached in more ways to more people than, than ever before. So I just want to applaud you. I want to applaud ministers like you that have just found a way to, to make it happen. I mean, they're preaching on the back of trailers and beds of trucks and parking lots. I did a parking lot service Sunday in Knoxville. I've done several of those. Uh, most of them, a lot of them at least, are preaching in front of uh, cameras to empty pews or have been. And we're, we're just finding ways to do it. And uh, amazingly, uh, I just had a, a man in my office a few minutes ago telling me some great things that as a result of being on, on live stream, uh, people have been saved. Uh, people have written in and called pastors and said, hey, I've never come to your church before. But I have a financial gift I want to bring you. And there have been financial miracles as a result of pastors getting online and just being faithful. That's what it comes down to, being faithful, 
finding a way to get it done. So I've got to tell you though, Jared, I'm ready to, uh, I'm ready to move on and transition and uh, uh, let's take the good of this and let's get it on the pathway of great progress. Uh, I don't think the church will ever be the same. Somebody asked me the other day, are you ready to get back to normal? I said, well, what I'm really ready for is getting back to better. Mm-hmm. Whatever better is, that's what I'm ready to uh, to get back to and get to. And I think the Lord will use this to help us be a better church in, in every way. I, I absolutely agree. Um, you know, being in, in the position that I'm in now with uh, with planning, and, and I don't have a congregation right now. Um, even before this happened, we, we just hadn't, we hadn't got that built yet. But, um, but what I'm seeing now with, with the online presence is that we're, and, and we're putting a little money into it too with, with Facebook and you can boost and, and put it sure. in front of people, but we're seeing where I was reaching nobody before, you know, we were trying to make friends and bring people in. So we had somebody to preach to. And now uh, since we're doing it online, I'm not getting a lot of feedback from people and, and I don't have a whole lot of people, you know, touching base with me, but I can see the numbers on our videos. And I mean, there's thousands yeah. and I couldn't, I couldn't have imagined reaching thousands if, you know, if I had millions of dollars to pour into building a church here and with just a, a little amount, yeah. you know, that, that five loaves and two fish and putting it online and, and, Jesus just blessing it and putting it out there and, uh, and reaching so many people. And I may never know the effect it's had on the people that watched until, until later, but it's out there. And that's, absolutely. that's we absolutely when we you're do touching, go back, you're touching multiple hundreds, if not thousands of people, Jared. And it's, it's incredible. Let, let me, let me go to a, a certain area here mm-hmm. uh, because I don't know who all your audience is, but, but assuming that uh, you have at least some pastors watching you. I, I want to speak to pastors for a few minutes. You know, I, I was on a podcast yesterday and this came up and, and I think it's appropriate and I think we need to talk about it. You know, this, this time of isolation, this time of uh, uh, quarantine, uh, it has really stretched us. It's challenged us. I think it's caused us to stop and take a look at who we are personally, who, who are we emotionally? Uh, I think it's caused us to take a look at what it is that drives us and how to channel those feelings and those emotions. You know, there's, there's been a lot of pastors, a lot of ministers that even before this situation came up, they, they were dealing with a lot of issues relative to pastoral health mm-hmm. and well-being. And uh, in some ways, this situation has exacerbated that because here's the deal. In some ways, a lot of ministers, uh, we thrive on that outlet that we have of speaking to people. And then as a result, uh, whether we like to admit it or not, we enjoy that, that feedback mm-hmm. if it comes comes in the way of applause, if it comes in the way of an amen, if it comes in the way of somebody walking by us on the way out the door saying, Pastor, that really spoke to me, you'd be surprised. Well, you might not be, but some people would be surprised at the, the intense depression that some ministers have walked through in the last two months, because here's what's happening. There is, there is a one-sidedness going on. We're putting out, we're pouring out, 
on these kinds of uh, venues, live stream, et cetera. And uh, guys don't necessarily, or women don't necessarily feel that giving back mm -hmm. that our emotions are in tune with. And so uh, I just, I just want to challenge and encourage any minister, any pastor that's watching uh, be, be careful of what you're allowing yourself to be fed by right now. And, and don't let it speak in a negative way to you mentally or emotionally, because here's what I hope you're seeing, at least in the spirit. I hope you're seeing that in the grandstands of heaven, uh, while you may not have anybody in your pews right now, say, that's right, pastor, preach it. Amen. Hallelujah. I promise you, you are surrounded by an angelic host that's cheering you on. And the Lord Jesus Christ, the power of the Holy Spirit, uh, is proud of you and cheering you on. And, and with that, I bring all that to this point. Share with somebody how you're feeling. Uh, speak with somebody. Draw yourself to a covenant group. Draw yourself to uh, someone that, that you can just share your heart with. Of course, there's always measures to that, and you want to be careful with all of that, and I get all of that. But I think it's important right now that pastors not be isolated any more than necessary. Absolutely. We've been in this quarantine thing, this confinement thing. Of course, we're coming out of it in a lot of places. But I think, I think it's real important that pastors and ministers have a friend that you can call, uh, talk to, and just say, hey, I want to be accountable to you uh, for a while. I, I want you to ask me the hard questions. Encourage me. I'm going to encourage you. Bottom line, we need one another. Uh, you know as well as I know, Jared, there have been ones too many, but there have been too many pastoral suicides out there. Uh, guys have been depressed, emotionally drained, and the enemy would like to take advantage of this time to just further press those nerves. So uh, I just want to encourage men and women of God, stay strong, stay encouraged, smile through this, uh, but really find somebody that, that you can relate to and, and talk with. And, and just stay connected because in this time of social distancing, someone's already said this, we cannot allow this to become a time of disconnect. Uh, we've got to stay together and stay in touch. But, but that, that was on my heart yesterday and it's still on my heart today that we stay emotionally and spiritually strong through all of this. Absolutely. I, um, I am finding that even, even without the, the social distancing and separation, the, the office of pastor is often a lonely yeah. place because, because we're expected to have all the answers and, and we're expected to, you know, people, people just look at us different. And, and I realized that I did that with, uh, with my pastors in the past as well yeah. Yeah. Uh, on, on occasion is people tend to forget that pastors are human because we're the ones that they come to for, for advice and to, and to bring their problems and stuff, which, which don't get me wrong. Pastors love and, the, and are willing to help. Um, we don't want you to not bring them, bring stuff to us, but just those of you who are out there who do have a home church or who are watching pastors online, um, it is really important. Even if it's just a, a Hey, great job Sunday, or, uh, listened in and, and liked it or, or whatever, even if it's just a like on the post, just knowing that what we're doing is, is positive, um, is very important. And it does, it does help us to know that, that, that we're still doing God's work. I mean, we know it, but we need to see it some. 
Sure we do. And that's, you know, that's just the nature of things. And the other part of that, Jared, is, you know, our, our switch is never off. Uh, we're always in the on position. And uh, that, that's why a lot of ministers and pastors struggle, you know, after a Sunday service, uh, you know, they're, they're on for 45 minutes or an hour on platform or all that's not preaching time, but through the whole uh, program. And then we go home and we crash. And the reality of it is uh, we don't get through one Sunday until we're already thinking about the next Sunday, the next service, the next time. And so uh, that translates into marriage problems, family problems, uh, relational problems with our children, because we don't know how to turn the switch off and just, and just be dad or be mom or, or, or be a, a husband or a wife. Uh, we've got to do better at that. And uh, I think this situation, again, I'll use, I'll use this word, it's exacerbated, it's aggravated the situation mm -hmm. because we've been forced to be in our homes with our families. And the truth of it is a lot of, a lot of guys are getting introduced again to their wife and their children because we've been running to and fro all over the place. And all of a sudden we've got a circumstance here that's forced us to get back in the house and, and say, Hey, uh, I married you 20 or 30 years ago, or, or you're my, you're my son and daughter. And I, I usually see you, uh, on your way out to school, but, but here we are 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. So th there's been a lot of good come out of this, uh, you know, a lot of struggles, a lot of stress, but I think the good is we're back at the dining room table again. Uh, we've quit, we've quit texting each other to have conversations because we've been forced to be face to face. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, let, let's find the good in this and, and make it work for us. Absolutely. Um, that, I, I really can't add to that. I was going to, but I, I really can't add to that. It has been definitely a time to reconnect with the family and, uh, and to slow down. Uh, don't, don't let me talk too much here, but, but I think the next question is what now, what now, what does, uh, what does church ministry look like? as we come out of this? What does family relationships look like as we come out of this? Uh, let's work not to go back to anything that was negative or those things that were not working. God has given us an opportunity here to hit reset and not just reset to go back to an old way, but uh, reset to go, well, I said a minute ago, go back to better. What's better? How can I do church better? How can we do worship better? Uh, how can we do relationships better? So, uh, you know, there's a lot of guys right now, and, and I'm going to give you a website in a minute, but there's a lot of guys out there writing and talking about uh, going on now to, to reopening, phasing back in, and how we can do that better. And to that end, let me give you a, let me give you a link here uh, from the beginning we established a, uh, what I call a landing page of resources, uh, coronacog.com, coronacog.com. And uh, we populate that almost daily with new material, at least once or twice a week, if not daily. And uh, there's, there's a, a resource on there right now that several pastors have written uh, about what to do next and uh, the reopening mm -hmm. process. And, now that we've come and are coming through this, here's some things you can do. Uh, different pastors from different size congregations have written on it, and we have linked each one of those uh, websites, each one of those churches in with this uh, uh, article, whatever you want to call it. 
so that you can go directly to their web page and get the points and the steps uh, that they're utilizing. So let me just encourage your viewers, your listeners to go to coronacog.com. And uh, you might want to look that up, Jerry. That's either .com or .org. I haven't looked at it in the last few days. I think it's .com. I'll check but, it out. And I'll link it uh, yeah. somewhere, depending on yeah. what forum you're on. There will be a link somewhere. That'll be great. And, and I've done a lot of videos. And, uh, you know, let me, let me just say this. We came, we came back from Israel uh, March the 10th. We were the last flight out of Israel before they shut things down in Israel. We got out just by the skin of our teeth, and we, we were already aware, you know, of how uh, this thing was going to go, at least uh, in those early days. And so while we were in Israel, we were building this website. We were setting in place some things that we knew once we got home, and I had, I had almost 80 people with me. Uh, we were setting some things in place that we had to do from international offices here. And so once we got back, uh, the path had already been laid for us to get ahead of this as much as we could and stay at least in step with it. And uh, we have done uh, well over 100 different live stream events, Zoom events, media-driven events, just to put a face to this for the Church of God, a voice to it, mm -hmm. and just provide resources. So uh, I want to encourage, all, again, all your viewers to just stay in, in tune with what we're trying to put out there. Uh, I've got a lot of great people speaking to the medical side of this, the financial side of this, the legal side of this. And so we uh, here at International Offices, we just want to be a good resource. So, so check all those things out when you can. Awesome. I appreciate it. Um, and, uh, you know, just, just to kind of reiterate a little bit, um, this is, although, although this has been different and, and, and an interesting and weird time, it is not a time to quit on the finish commitment on, oh, no, no, on no. moving forward. And, and, and I think most people have picked that up and, and understood that it's not a time to give in to fear. Um, you know, this has been. In from my perspective, this has been an opportunity to slow down, to focus, and uh, and to really just take time that I didn't feel like I had before to trust yeah. God and and to just wait and see what He was, what He had in in mind, what He was doing. Um, which you know, like you said, we we get so busy thinking about this Sunday and next Sunday, or you know, for me it was you know, how can I do this and how can I do that? And, and all these things that just get piled on top of each other and, and this just use this time for, for what God, I believe intended it for, for us. And that is slow down, focus yeah. on what you need to focus on what's important, which includes family. Um, and, uh, and the, the way you manage your time and, uh, and just great point and, and enjoy, you know, yeah. Our joy doesn't end just because something looks scary in front of us. Right. right. Um, so I just encourage everybody, you know, like, uh, like Bishop Hill said, find somebody to talk to. Uh, that's important, whether we're in this situation or not. <clears throat> um, we all need somebody that we can just let the guard down with and be, right. and be real with because there's times we're going to need it. That's right. Um, and, be deliberate about reaching out and encouraging others because 
we're all in a situation we don't understand and and we all need that just just a little pat on the back a little hey how you doing every once in a while it it means more than most people realize um when it does come in exactly and, uh, and i'm gonna take the links that were mentioned and put them in the in the posts and stuff yeah yeah appreciate that let me let me mention one more thing before sure. i go Sure. Uh, I should have done this earlier when we were talking about the finished commitment. You know, right in the middle of all this, uh, we are participating in what we call Go Finish 2020. Go Finish 2020. And uh, what that is, that is an intentional effort to share our faith with uh, anyone, uh, friends, neighbors, family, strangers. And uh, we, we signed on, oh my goodness, a couple of years ago with uh, Pentecostal Charismatic Churches of North America, PCCNA, to participate in uh, this uh, Go Day. Go Day is something that, uh, it's an organization, and it's something that has already been going for a while, uh, where people in the month of May, usually on uh, a given Saturday, this year it's May 23rd, but we, we just adopted the entire month and said we want to do it all month long. And basically, we've encouraged uh, everybody in the Church of God to be a witness and to share their faith. And there's different ways you can do that. It's, uh, you know, obviously you can do it one-on-one, -on -one, uh, but there's ways, different ways to do that. And so let me just encourage you, uh, Jared, to, to share with your audience there uh, that throughout the month of May, as a matter of fact, it's targeted specifically for this coming weekend, even though this is Memorial Day weekend, it's still targeted for this weekend to be the very uh, huge thrust and the main emphasis. So I want to encourage everyone to share your faith, whether that's online, through a text, face-to-face, -face, however you do it, but just share your faith with someone uh, that, that needs to know Jesus. And so let me just mention that in the last moments of our time together. I think it's important. Absolutely. Um, uh, had a thought, but it's gone again. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it is important. <laughs> I'm glad that just happened to me. <laughs> it happens more and more the older the, I uh, You got it. I'm trying to find a website for that. Uh, my internet's a little slow here. Uh, you, you can find it. If you, if you just go to churchofgod.org, it'll be the first thing that pulls up, churchofgod.org. There's a whole uh, list of things there relative to Go Finish 2020. So uh, churchofgod.org will get everybody there. Awesome. Well, we appreciate it. Uh, appreciate your time. And um, you know, we're, we're praying for you and the, and the other leadership. And we just, uh, we're just looking forward to what comes next. And like you said, let's not, do, let's not go back to normal. Let's go to better. That's right. And, and something will come next and, and it'll be good. Jared, I appreciate this, man. You do a great job with it. Uh, you've got a, you've got a future in podcasting. So hang in there with it. <laughs> Thank you, sir. You have a great one.